we all have questions. Questions about faith, relationships, beliefs, politics, social issues, our planet, and God. But where do you go when you're done with cliches and starving for the conversation to ascend? What do you do when you're struggling to find connection within your community, within your church? Join us, Lauren, Danielle, and Jason, to connect, discuss relevant topics, and try to navigate living in the tension of everyday life as Jesus followers. This is The Outsiders Podcast. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, outsiders. With this holiday season upon us and the year quickly coming to a close, we thought it would be super fun to just celebrate the holiday with you guys and do a little fun Christmas episode today. Um, Christmas is absolutely my favorite holiday, and so I am just really excited for us to talk about it, you know, boost the holiday spirit, feel the Christmas cheer, and just kind of spread some joy today. Um, I'm Danielle, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Jason and Lauren. So I know I just said Christmas is my favorite holiday, but are you guys pumped? Like, how do you feel about Christmas, and what does the Christmas season mean to you? Oh, show. I am super pumped. Um, Yes, it is also my favorite holiday as well. I absolutely love Christmas. I've always loved Christmas, and I'm raising... Uh, a small little army at my house, and they all get super pumped about Christmas as well. So yeah, it's going to be good. Christmas isn't my favorite holiday, but I enjoy the time off. Um, I'll be honest. So what is your favorite holiday? Now I want to know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if I have a favorite holiday, honestly. You can say your birthday. That's totally a holiday. I don't like my birthday, though. because That's it's, true. It's right. It's like Christmas and then New Year's and then my birthday, like all in three weeks. Yeah. So it's it's not really fun to, to celebrate because everyone's like over the holidays. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not a like I don't get excited in the way that like most people do about things. <laughs> <laughs> just in general yeah like you just don't get excited like even like your favorite food it's more of an inter- like an internal expression than an outward expression so i'm not mm. boring in any way just to like tell people but it's yeah i'm a little bit okay for christmas specifically like the last what six years or so i always go and spend it with my parents and they lived in Florida before and now they live in Arizona. And so it's always really warm. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really feel like Christmas. Um, It feels like I'm going on like a beach vacation, which I love, but you know, I kind of miss like snow and the magic around Christmas and the feel. It feels like people are overcompensating in in warm places because, you know, you can like wear shorts and flip flops and it's fine. Yeah, honestly, moving to Ohio, it's like a beach vacation for me compared to Canada. (laughs) So I totally get what you're saying. It's so sad. Yeah, it is. I just miss snow. I just feel like what is the point of the cold if it's not pretty and snow? You know, that's true. You know, I 100 like. The other day it snowed, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, there's a reason why it's cold outside because there's snow on the ground. And then a half hour later it was gone. It was no, gone. No, yeah. it's it stayed for, for a, like a, a day. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was nice. Yeah. Well, I will try to have enough excitement for you and me, Lauren. Um <laughs> 
for me, like Christmas has always just been a really good time to get together with family and, you know, kind of reflect on the year and all the things we're grateful for and just celebrate being together and getting through another year, which I feel like getting through 2020 is an accomplishment, guys. We should all get gold medals or like another jewel in our crown. (laughs) I feel though like this year is definitely going to be a bit weird and look different for a lot of people, you know, with COVID and everything. I personally am not going to be able to see my family um, or go back to Canada. And um, as healthcare workers, Patrick and I decided we're not even going to go visit our family within the U.S. because we just want to keep everyone safe um, and not travel and stuff. And so we're doing Christmas alone for the first time ever, which is definitely a little bit uh, bittersweet, but I'm still trying to just get into the holiday spirit and get excited and focus on the things I'm grateful for and try to look on the bright side. You know, like this is kind of the first year for us to start our own little family traditions. Just the two of us. So I guess that's kind of a normal step in life. Like, not super yeah. stoked about it. But um, yeah, I'm just deciding. I'm speaking it into existence. Christmas is still going to no, be great. I agree 100%. But I thought uh, for a fun kind of just Christmas episode, it would be cool to just ask each other some questions about Christmas and the holiday season in general and just kind of like our favorite traditions and memories and what we're thankful for. Right. So, as Danielle and I are saying, like, Christmas is our favorite. Lauren, well, we pray for her. But so <laughs> as we think about Christmas and, you know, some of us love it more than others. So with all the the, the stuff, right, that happens through the Christmas season, uh, what is your favorite part about Christmas and the Christmas season? For me, I honestly think it's just the Christmas spirit. Like, I know people call it like, you know, Christmas magic, and it might sound kind of cheesy, but I honestly just do feel like there is some kind of magic in the air at this time of year. You can almost feel just the hope and like the brightness and stuff. I don't know. That probably sounds so cliche and so stupid, but I know that's, and I know that's not the case for everyone either, because for some people, this can be a really tough time of year, you know, when you're not able to be with your loved ones or stuff like that. But for me personally, I just think that Christmas people are nicer. It's just a brighter time. And, and I really like that. It just, it's nice to see the lights and the, have the music playing and just feel like there's some extra joy and hope in the air at this time of year. Yeah. Christmas is usually one of the only times that I get to see my family in the year. So it's always, I always look forward to it. Um, you know, working hard throughout the year and then getting, um, the time off and all that sort of stuff and just getting quality time to spend with my family. And so for me, the favorite thing, like my favorite thing is just getting to spend with my family and kind of just taking time to just rest Mm -hmm. and be and, and reflect on the year and kind of look forward to. to Yeah, for sure. No, for me, it's extremely just the entire Christmas season is extremely nostalgic. And when I was growing up as a boy, you know, we don't need to really go into it, but it was really hard. Like growing up was hard. Life was just hard. It was a complete challenge. A lot of just darkness and pain. But for about a week a year, there was a little bit of hope and a little bit of peace and a little bit of love. Mm. And, you know, our family and our neighbors and our community just for about a week were actually nice. And, and I remember even as a little boy thinking, I love this. I really hope that one day um, 
I will have, right? For me, it was like this idea of hope, right? Like a little slice of hope. The rest of life is absolutely miserable in just about every area and way. But for about a week, I have hope for a better future. And like I said, even as a little boy, I remember thinking, well, one day when I'm an adult and one day when I'm a daddy, this is what I'm going to do. And so, you know, looking back on it now, I have all those feels of when I was a little kid thinking about a better life one day someday when and and it was really good right it, it was it, it gave me energy and, and it gave me something to look forward to and it was exciting and now that i am older much older and i do have my family that's actually the favorite my favorite part about christmas is creating memories and creating uh new traditions and and making it like super awesome for them and i think we can all use some hope this year so Boat i definitely show. resonate with that like extra mm-hmm. extra yeah. So what are um, some of your favorite Christmas traditions or a favorite memory, even a guilty pleasure or like what do you look forward to the most about Christmas? So I think you're all just going to make fun of me and that's totally okay. I nerd out about Christmas villages. You know what I'm talking about? Like I know it's probably super dorky. I don't care. Like the little – like so we have – like we've been collecting department 56 houses, which is like a thing. And we just make, we have, I don't know, it's maybe a 16 by four foot table. And we make mountains with an electric train. And there's a village in a neighborhood and a lake and with snow and trees. And we just nerd out about making like this behemoth Christmas village. So I You're think that's pretty totally fun. totally going to be like the old man whose house is just <laughs> completely overrun by Christmas. And like you have 18 inflatable things on your lawn. You and- know it. Dude, <laughs> got to go hard. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I we like that. But honestly, like I was saying a little bit ago, um, making memories and creating traditions with my kids. So uh, we do a few quick things. We um, I call it the Bourbon Express, which... To be clear, that probably sounds scandalous. Let me clarify. We drive a suburban. And so, Ah. uh, and there it is. Yes. Um, And so we get like these little like Polar Express tickets and we give them to the kids and they dress up in their pajamas. And then we give them hot chocolate. And and then we make the suburban be like this, this thing that they get to go on and then we drive around. So we do stuff like that. We do this little um, manger story type thing. So basically each member of our family gets a piece of straw. And the whole idea is that you do something nice um, every day. It's almost like an advent calendar acts of kindness. So that every day for the month of December, you have to do something nice, uh, right, for someone else. And then when you do that, you lay your straw in like this manger. And the whole point is that by Christmas, you know, there's a whole nice big bed of straw for, for baby Jesus to lay in. So, you know, just kind of this whole idea of creating space for intentional like acts of service um, that the kids can get excited about. Along with, I love sugar cookies, specifically Christmas sugar cookies are the best. And I get super excited about that. And gingerbread houses, Andrea makes that with the kids. Um, so yeah, just, just good times. Like I said, mostly creating memories uh, for, for the kids. I'll be honest, whenever you were talking about giving a straw, I thought like a plastic straw and not like a piece of hay. Well, that's because Christmas isn't your favorite. So <laughs> I feel like that that makes sense. No, a piece of hay, right? And so and it's pretty cool. So the kids are like, hey, I went and did this for somebody. And, and then they put their straw in the little manger. And yeah, it, it's cool. 
I love it. Yeah, it, it makes sense, like, hearing the full story. But yeah. when you first started telling, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I, I get it now. I like it. I mean, the only advent calendar I have is full of treats for my pets. So definitely not as meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> I think to answer your question, Lauren, for me, there's so many things. I mean, I guess now there aren't as many things I look forward to because obviously Christmas is starting to look different. But as a kid, oh man, there were so many things I loved. The thing that we always look forward to as siblings was we would always do a sleepover on Christmas Eve. So we'd all pile into one of our rooms, usually my brother's room, and we'd put mattresses on the floor. And I'd always be like, guys, we're going to stay up all night and catch Santa. <laughs> and of course, my brother and sister can't hang and they'd be out in like two seconds. And so I'm sitting there like with a flashlight reading this book determined to stay awake and catch Santa. I obviously never did. But I would also be the person to like wake everyone up at 6 a.m. on the dot so that we could open presents. And they'd all be like, but can't we eat first? And I was like, absolutely not. We cannot do that. So, so that was something that was always super fun. But my absolute, like absolute favorite Christmas tradition that I have still done to this day um, is making Christmas cookies for as long as I can remember. It's been this huge production in our home it would take like two or three days usually because the first day we'd make the dough and then you let it sit in the fridge and it's our great-grandmother's recipe and then we'd cut out all the fun Christmas shapes and even non-Christmas shapes like there were dinosaurs and all sorts of things that had nothing to do with Christmas and then the next day we'd make all the icing and like decorate and stuff and I had a reputation of going all in so mine were like straight up works of art and my siblings and my parents would eventually get to the point where they literally just like dipped in the icing and then like dipped on the table where all the extra sprinkles had fallen and that was their cookies and I'm over here like Picasso up in here making these masterpieces but even ever since I've you know moved away and started my own family and stuff like Patrick and I still do it every year I've had friends that have come over and been a part of the Christmas making um assembly line so definitely my favorite favorite thing no it's super fun we do that too when she says that she makes masterpieces (laughs) of christmas cookies she's not lying like we made christmas cookies last year and i was like yeah they'll look cute like my friend like our friend and mine like they looked good like we've decorated christmas (laughs) cookies before Danielle's was just on another level and we were both like we don't even want to decorate our cookies anymore because Danielle's looks so much better (laughs) than what ours do catch me on the next uh Netflix baking (laughs) Christmas cookie baking whatever competition (laughs) what about you Lauren um I remember just the anticipation of Christmas morning morning. like Mm. Not being able to sleep, eventually falling asleep. And then I was I was a child that's like, please, let's eat because I'm not a morning person. But like I loved ripping open presents and just seeing like what my parents had gotten me. But when we lived in Illinois, obviously, we my mom had like so many um, Christmas traditions for us and all that sort of stuff. But the thing that always sticks out is the day after Christmas we would go to the State Farm Holiday Classic, which was a co-ed high school basketball tournament. And it would run for like the entire week um, up until like New Year's, I think. And so it was always fun to like pick a high school team to follow throughout the tournament. And just we would just sit there and watch basketball games for like all day. 
And it got even more exciting when I went to high school and um, my high school would participate in the tournament. So then I would get to see my friends over the holidays and, you know, we would hang out at the basketball games and all that sort of stuff. So it was always fun to get to experience that with my family um, and eventually my friends. But that's kind of the one memory. Like, it doesn't really have to do with Christmas, Um, but you know, any holiday, there's always like some sporting event, whether it's Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, you know, we're like sitting in front of the TV, watching all of the football. If it's Christmas, we're watching basketball, um, new year's, you know, watching football, all the bowl games and all that sort of stuff. So that's kind of like a big family tradition that, that we have that comes to mind to answer, I guess, my own question. I feel like there's lots of those things though, like for many holidays where it maybe has absolutely nothing to do with the holiday, but it still just reminds you of it. Yeah. Which is Yeah, because it's all about the people, right? And I think that's the one Mm -hmm. thing that we all had in common. Yeah, sure, it's all it's about the holiday and the food and this and that and whatever, but really it's about people. uh, Mm -hmm. that makes it awesome. So yeah, so we're talking about favorite things about Christmas and like I already said, I absolutely love Christmas cookies. So Danielle I am coming over this year for sure, um, right? Because I just, yeah. But what are their, like, favorite, like, do you have any favorite Christmas dessert or treat or even, like, a meal? Like, do you have, like, some sort of Christmas meal that's, like, this is how we do every year? I'm laughing already in my head because I know, like, we just had Thanksgiving not too long ago, and Lauren came over, and her family was asking her what we ate. <laughs> And they were making fun of, I guess, me because I know well, they were they weren't making fun. They just, just had kind of questions. like yeah. And I know that this is completely non-traditional, and people will probably be like, "What?" But my absolute must-have favorite part of Christmas dinner, or really any holiday dinner, is sushi. And it's because growing up, I was with uh, close to my Japanese side of the family, and we would always get together with my grandparents and our cousins, aunts and uncles, whatever, family friends on that side of the family for Christmas. And we'd have this huge meal, and we had the typical like turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and gravy and all that stuff. But there would always be a huge pot of like Japanese sticky rice and my mm. grandma's salmon, which no one makes it better. And at least like two or three huge platters of sushi. And there were always our favorite ones that we would fight over. Um, and any of my friends who've come and spent holidays with Patrick and I, uh, since we've lived here in Ohio, know that homemade sushi is a non-negotiable part of a holiday meal. So you can, you can hate on me if you want, but that is my must-have Christmas meal. My must-have Christmas meal is Christmas cookies. <laughs> Done. I'm sensing a theme with us, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're all no. obese. That's what I just learned. <laughs> we, like, work out up until Christmas. Right. So That's next year. Next year, we're going to exercise. Yeah, we'll have a new, a new episode on how to work off all those calories. But they yeah, were so, oh so tasty. Um, like... The tradition that Danielle has, like my mom always um, makes Christmas cookies and delivers them to the neighbors. And I just remember growing up and eating so many. I I distinctly remember one day eating like 12 cookies and my mom being like, Lauren, you need to stop. Like 12 is too many for you to eat in like one sitting. She wasn't I feel wrong. like that's debatable. I don't know. 
Um, so I do have a, be- a bit of a, of a sweet tooth. So really anything with sugar around the holidays, I, I, am, I am all about. Um, but we always make a traditional Christmas meal. My grandma um, gave my mom this beautiful um, Christmas china set. And so we always have like a really fancy dinner with the china and, you know, do the whole thing. So we take hours to make the meal and then it takes all of like 10 minutes to eat it. But it's, you know, mashed potatoes, green beans, some sort of meat or tofurkey because my dad doesn't eat meat. Um, sort of a thing. So it's kind of, you know, what people tend to have for Christmas or Thanksgiving. So you've tried tofurkey? I'm not sure I've ever met anyone that actually ate it. Is it good? No. Okay. <laughs> Just you know what be clear. I saw on the internet the other day? It was a veggie, it was like a vegan turkey, but it was actually like veggie meat in formed in the shape of a turkey. Why? So like you would cut in, it, it looks like a, a really, like a, like a, almost a toy turkey and it's like made of veggie meat. Like why? We can just leave it in loaf form and be cool with that. Right. It doesn't have to, it's a, it's a loaf. Like no matter if you mold it into something, it's still a loaf. It's a loaf. (laughs) And those dinner loaves, I'm a fan of those dinner loaves. Those are good. Especially some gravy. I'm all right with that. The the sugar cookie offsets. So we're good. But it's all about (laughs) matching and pairing. So, Jason, other than your love for cookies, any any other holiday food or treats that you like? My only other guilty pleasure, and you can gross out, I don't care, is eggnog. I absolutely love eggnog. I think it is divine in the kingdom. We're just, it's going to be flowing rivers of eggnog. We can swim in it. We'll be able to drink it like water. It's fantastic. I'm a big eggnog fan. I think I've only ever That's tried it. it like once. You poor, poor soul. We'll, we'll have the to other day I that. saw at a coffee shop um, that they had some kind of eggnog latte. So that's interesting. It is interesting. I'm not a huge fan because I'm not a big latte guy, but I have tried it and it's not bad. Mm. But you know what? Even eggnog ice cream is dope. Like, I don't know. It's a really, it's a good flavor. I like it. I feel like I need to be like link in the description box below for all these things. (laughs) All right, guys. Last question on our little Christmas adventure today. Uh, What are you thankful for this season? You know, I feel like there's all these fun memories and guilty pleasures and and things that we look forward to and love about Christmas. But I think especially this year, um, it's really important for us to reflect on what we're thankful for uh, in such a weird, weird year and maybe weird holiday season. Right, absolutely. And I think I kind of alluded to it earlier where I feel like, you know, this year, yes, it's been terrible on so many levels. We don't need to unpack that anymore. Um, We do have hope, I believe. Like, I'm super pumped about 2021. But what this year specifically has kind of carved out space for me to recognize and to celebrate and to be thankful for the relationships, Uh, really, because that's for me, relationships are everything. So specifically my wife, who's just a complete rock star. So she's amazing. My three kids are healthy and growing and they're just out of control animals, but they're so good and growing. And honestly, this sounds like super cheese, but I love our community. No, it's not perfect. Yeah, of course we have problems, but our community is really amazing. And our church is really amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm, 
still really pumped to be a part of this church. To I'm pumped for the future, for the vision of what we're going to get going uh, in 2021. So for me, it's all about, yeah, hope for the future. But specifically, I'm just thankful for the relationships. I just highly value relationships. I resonate with that a lot. I think mm-hmm. this year, um, kind of looking back on the dumpster fire that, that it was, realizing that the things that got me through like Jason said, were, were those relationships. Um, and so I think this year I'm especially Mm. grateful for my health. I'm, I'm grateful for my job that, you know, as soon as we went into quarantine, I was able to work from home and have flexibility around that. And that was something I think it's easy to take for granted of how easy it is to, to do that because not everyone can work from home with that. So super thankful for that. Um, and yeah, I think taking the time, I think especially this holiday season, but, but usually it's pretty reflective for me. And so I think it will be even more of just sitting mm-hmm. and, and, you know, thinking about like what actually did happen this year and, and how can I be be really grateful and focus in on the things, not necessarily like, oh, I went on this awesome trip or I got to go to this concert or these things that usually are those pinnacle moments for me, but more of the things I think that I've taken for granted, like having a job and, you know, having my health, um, living in a house that, you know, keeps me warm and, um, the friends that I have that have kept me laughing and entertained or will cry with me and be frustrated about, you know, the things like, I think the small things this year have really, um, kind of come to the forefront of my mind as like what I'm really grateful for this year. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we're all kind of on the same wavelength with this, you know, 2020 has kind of just been this joy sucking black hole that's taken so much. Um, And I think it's really forced a lot of us to shift our perspectives, especially in this holiday season and focus on things that maybe we take for granted Mm -hmm. or maybe just don't think about as much during the holidays. You know, like for myself, it does suck that personally I can't be with extended family, but at least I have my family still. I haven't lost anyone to COVID. No one's gotten sick. Everyone's still healthy. So even though I can't see them, I'm I'm thankful to know that they're all well and good everywhere that they are. Um, And, you know, we have a home where we can celebrate the holidays with our two cute pets. Uh, We still have jobs and it can be easy to complain about them being in healthcare and how stressful times are right now, but at least we're still working. You know, we have heat and good food and we're able to buy each other Christmas gifts. And I think it's easy to overlook that stuff. So I'm thankful for an opportunity to kind of reflect on those blessings despite all the stress and turmoil and anxiety that's come with this year. When I was thinking about this, it's funny because it almost feels like the Grinch where, you know, we're like the Who's and Whoville and we are having to go through this to realize, you know, it's not about the the gifts and packages and ribbons and bows or whatever. I'm not Dr. Seuss, mm-hmm. but, you know, like there's something more to this season. Um, and I think it's easy to just say that and not really 
embrace the spirit of that. And this year especially, I think that for me, it's not about needing or wanting more, but being thankful for what I have and for who I have. Um, because I know that this could potentially be a really hard holiday season for a lot of people who have potentially lost a lot this year. So I'm trying to really just be thankful for that um, and thankful for, you know, the hope that we have in the holiday season, you know, with what it's all about. So thank you everyone for joining us for this shorter, more lighthearted episode today. Um, as we get ready to celebrate Christmas this week, I know that we're all probably celebrating a bit differently, but I hope you guys can still enjoy and incorporate some of your favorite things and find a way to still make this holiday season bright. And on behalf of myself and Jason and Lauren, we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday. Join us next week to wrap up 2020, reflect on this crazy year, and look forward to whatever is coming next. Special thanks to our audio engineer, Alan Clark. Music throughout the episode is by Common Man Music. Also, a special thank you to Leslie Odom Jr., Kelly Clarkson, and Julie Andrews. If you like what you've been hearing, please continue to share and tell all your friends. If you'd like to connect with any of us, follow us on Instagram at We're the Outsiders Podcast. Merry Christmas and see you guys next week. Bye.